0: Hello, this is Coach Aaron Saft and the MR Running Pains Podcast. I am going to do a brief intro here, and after that, I would send you to my YouTube channel. In the title and in the show notes is the link to the YouTube video that I did with Sarah Warren, who's an athletic trainer for Taping Your Feet. Uh, I was able to thankfully salvage that episode. Uh, I talked about last week um, not being able to pull those off of the uh, little micro SD cards. But uh, thankfully, I was able to do so for this episode. I am still trying to pull the episode from um, Scott Sosha and Joe Quinlan about pedorthics, orthotics, and footwear. um, And the function of footwear. So I'm still working on that. I still hope I can. Um, If not, um, they are so kind as to be able to re-record because I really... Valued that conversation, and I am super sorry that uh, I, it's not coming off that SD card. Um, I'm not sure what happened, but hopefully we can salvage it. Anyhow, um, I want to thank Sarah for her time uh, and and uh, helping me record this podcast. Sarah is the athletic trainer at the high school at which I coach. So um, uh, we got together, and I had a, um, a listener request uh, taping feet now. Um, these are ways to relieve pain in the foot, not so much if you have a hot spot or a blister. She talks about it a little bit in the video. This is more if you have uh, plantar fasciitis or turf toe um, or one of those maladies. Um, she goes through some taping techniques that might help. So um, I will try to do another uh, episode. Sarah wasn't as familiar with taping hot spots and blisters. So uh, just know ahead of time this is for um, pain in the foot. Uh, so, uh, and she goes into how to tape an ankle as well, which is pretty in depth <laughs> as you'll see in the video. So there's some good resources there. Um, but as I said, um, you know, this is uh, not for hotspots or blisters. I'll get to that in another video. Um, I'll try to find somebody that can, uh, can do that one as well. So, um, uh, but, uh, I hope you enjoy the the video of Sarah and thank you again, Sarah, for, for doing that for me. Um, other things that are going on. Um I had some some um openings uh pop open. Um uh, things happen, obviously, um, you know, with with athletes. Um so um I have a few spots that opened up that I wasn't anticipating. So if you're looking for coaching, uh, please uh reach out, that'd be great. Uh, contact is in the show notes. Uh, again, there's no March newsletter this month. I just don't have the bandwidth, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, time is very limited at the moment. Um, a number of you have been asking about uh, some training updates as well, uh, which it's been, you know, going extremely well. Um, I had my longest mileage week in some time last week, topping just over eighty miles. Um, been a while since I haven't done a race and gotten 80 miles in a week, uh, did a long run of 22 miles with uh, a little over 3000 feet of gain. Uh, those of you that are familiar to Western North Carolina, um, I live on the Mills River side of the Blue Ridge Parkway. So I ran from my house into the Mills River Rec area and up Service Road 5000 or Wash Creek to the parkway and then climbed up, shut into uh, Farron Knob, climbed over Farron Knob and down a bit until I hit the 11-mile mark. So I was 11 miles away from my house and then re- made the return trip to Mountain and back. <clears throat> um, really good run. I did twist my ankle, uh, unfortunately, again last week, so my ankle is, is um, it's in some pain again, uh, thankfully, it's it only takes a little while to warm up in a run, and then I don't have pain, but um, I did roll it again, <laughs> so um, it's not quite 100%, obviously, uh, I need to keep working on strength uh, and those components to help let it heal. Um, you know I've been coached by Patrick Regan, and oh man um he's he's got you know um some variations of some workouts that I prescribe my athletes uh, as I record this here it's uh, let's see March 8th uh and um man today I did a 4 mile warm up I needed a little bit longer of a warm up I just my body wasn't quite wasn't quite awake. So I got four miles in and then on, um, yellow gap road, or I think it's 1206 service road, 1206. Uh, I started from the bottom, uh, there's a gate and, uh, that's where kind of the good climbing begins for that, uh, that road. And I, I climbed a mile and a half, uh, averaged about eight ish pace on the climb and then, uh, got two minutes and 30 seconds rest. Turned around and then kind of came down at a, you know, a, a cruisy speed. Uh, it was about six minute pace. Uh, came back down two minutes, and 30 seconds rest, went back up. Uh, it was about 820 pace on the way back up. So a bit faster, um, two minutes and 30 rest. And then I came a mile and a half back down and i averaged about 530 pace. Um Coros says my best mile was 523. I really haven't touched those paces uh for, you know, that length of an interval in a long time. So, um, fitness is coming back around. It's uh, you know, it's um I'm I'm taking still taking my easy, day, easy days super easy. Uh, you know, uh, Patrick always comments how low my heart rate is when i'm running. Uh, Now, granted, you know, my recovery runs, um, I'm running anywhere from 1130 pace to 12 minute pace, but my heart rate's around um, 97 to 105 beats per minute, which is zone one for me. Uh, So that said, you know, I'm really taking the easy days easy, which, you know, after an effort like today, tomorrow will be super easy. Um and I can't stress enough like how important it is to kinda touch in those zones and become more aerobically efficient in you know, especially in zone two. Um now, I mean people can't think about zone one. Uh they can't think about, you know, <laughs> running in zone one. Um, which is fine. You know, zone two is where you need to become efficient if you're an ultra runner. Um and you know, if you're a marathoner, that's where you should be doing your recoveries. is, is zone two. Make sure it's easy enough that you're recovering from your your harder efforts your you know your your other days will be so much better if you can just slow down i'm just going to keep preaching that cuz uh you know it's it's really working for me uh i feel so much better on my other days just taking the easy day super easy um uh, had had a question um about doubles and um i released a um a patreon only um Podcast episode about doing doubles. Um, I don't have doubles yet in mine. I've been able to build my mileage without including doubles. Now, if if I were to try to reach uh, ninety or hundred miles, which I really haven't talked to Patrick about what peak mileage is uh, is going to be, but um, if I'm going to get there, then I'm going to probably be, you know be including some doubles, especially on my recovery days. Which um, you know, split recovery days is one way to do it uh, in which you include, you know, a morning run, and then you want to give your body good ample rest between to, to make it truly an efficient, um, recovery run. And, you know, that's ideally you're, you're talking about 10, to 12 hours between runs, but, uh, reality, sometimes it's six to eight. Uh, but you know, so when you're doing those, that's another way to kind of build in some mileage. So you may do, um, four miles in the morning and four miles in the evening. Um, in the past i 've done six miles in the morning and six miles in the evening that 's twelve miles, obviously for the day it 's a good way to build in some extra mileage at easy pace, working on you know again those low aerobic zones, just recovery um but again, I did a whole you know kind of Um, patreon podcast as to you know here's what i suggest for for double runs for the patreon supporters so thank you patreon supporters uh and they they continue to ask some questions um continue to try to do some private episodes for them um so um but yes so um but if you have more questions uh, i'm always happy to answer questions again you know uh, this is uh it's why i have the podcast i'm trying to be relevant and help out and answer questions and give people some different ideas about training <clears throat> how to make the best of your training so hopefully uh it, it's doing such it, and you know you can reach out to me in any way um you know folks ask questions on strava that's fine um I'm not a big poster on social media, but you know it doesn't mean I don't go down there and check things and make sure I'm answering messages on there. So if you use, if that's your avenue of communication, that's fine. Um, my email is also in the show notes. You can reach out through the um, the newsletter. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> the website. Um, the website has my uh, my contacts on there as well. So um, please reach out. I appreciate everything and everyone so thank you guys. Um, I'm hoping I can get that, that episode, um, that I talked about earlier up next week. We head on vacation. Uh, we've got our spring break with the kids. So, um, I'm hoping that episode can happen. If not, um, I probably have a different topic that I can cover and, and put out there. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what next week brings, but, uh, stay tuned. And, Again, please head over to the YouTube channel to check out the taping episode. Uh, especially if you're having pain, it might certainly help you. Uh, might help you do so. Uh, I know with the plantar fasciitis, the taping method that uh, that she did, uh, you know, back when uh, I was working at FooterX, uh, Scott used to use duct tape just because it's you know, it's stronger. It will uh, take more pressure off the the plantar fascia. So um, just some ideas, but uh, yeah, she was using simple athletic tape to in the video. So again, enjoy the video. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Um, Again, reach out for coaching if you're interested. I appreciate that. And I hope everybody has a great week.